This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You've found another Two Fat Lattes podcast. Compliments of Joy 94.9. Hello. Hello. How are you, Ben? Oh, one of our listeners, Ida, has champagne and her ears ready. Really? I'm a bit croaky tonight. Oh, look at you. You can see here it in my eyes. Okay. I'm sounding like Dolly Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And How's your week? Oh, uh, look, all right. How all right? Your... Yeah, Just no, all right? It's one of those weeks, wasn't it? It was a bit long. It was a bit cold. A bit cold? A bit cold, a bit long, a bit... Latte. <laughs> One of our listeners is stuck in Canberra. Oh, that's oh, that that's is a, hideous. A fate worse than death. Oh, you poor. Th- I wonder if they can go round to Julia's for dinner. No, she's in Perth. Oh, is she? She's in Perth today. What's she doing in? How did she get there? <laughs> she flew. But what about the dust cloud? The smoke? It's gone, doll. No, it's not. It's He's stuck New- in Canberra. It's over New Zealand. Oh, has it moved? Has it moved. Does anyone know where this? Clouds going. It goes round a couple of times. As well. Is they need an app like a GPS <laughs> app for the cloud? <laughs> I think that cloud comes when it just comes willy nilly, doesn't it? It does, and it just decides it wants to stay over Adelaide or Perth. Oh, did or you know? I was surprised. I didn't realise the cloud was coming from the other direction. I was looking that way, <laughs> but it was coming that way. It's about ten miles up. Yeah, I've got a story to tell you. The gorgeous beige at work. This just, is just beige as in the general generic. Beige. Just generic. We'll just go generic beige. We won't, we're not going to name and shame. <laughs> what have they done today? Oh, one of the beige ladies at work. God bless her cotton socks. I think she's wearing nylon. But anyway, <laughs> um, I wish her. I'm going to wish her a pair of cotton ones. The other night when they were talking about the cloud first arrived. The first time. Yeah, the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they, everyone was talking, you know, it was like the hens had just laid an egg. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like, oh, dust cloud, dust cloud, dust cloud. Right. And um, okay. that was the weekend. It was the long weekend. It was, yes. And Frank, when um, Frank, we were driving on the freeway, weren't we? We Frank? were, yes. And we noticed a bit of cloud, a bit of um, a bit of fog that day. It was. A it was bit very foggy, very was. smoky. Anyway, one of the ladies said... Um, that she said, yes, on Sunday, the smoke... The had, volcanic ash. ...had hit Melbourne. And I said, what she are you talking about? She could see it. <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? She said, you know, it was like you could see it. And I was going, it's like, yeah, it's like 10 kilometres up in the end. It's not, didn't land on Melbourne. <laughs> and it came from the other direction. It's coming from Perth. She's getting confused with smog. I think that was just someone's barbecue in Burwood that went wrong. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Someone did a... Someone tried to... You know, barbecue some Maryland and forgot to <laughs> marinate. Well, you'd be pleased to know that in Japanese haven't lost their touch. Oh, really? They're building kooky oh, machines again. I feel again. so sorry for the Japanese. We do, but they're still as kooky as ever. Ah, oh, but they haven't lost their sense of kook. No, they haven't. No. That's still there. Um, but they've built a hug machine. Oh, does oh? What do is you want to know what that's all yeah, about? Tell me all about it. Because you put you put. It's called a senseroid. It's what? <laughs> It's called a senseroid. It sounds quite rectal-based. <laughs> have, they, have they got a machine that, that sews up hems? I don't know. They may do. Like a robot to sew the hem of skirts? 
That could possibly oh, be I should call that a hemorrhoid. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I see that coming? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, you wear this jacket, yeah. right? It looks like it looks like one of those bullet oh. bulletproof vests. It's like a bullet Okay, so you yeah. wear, you put on a vest. You put on a vest and it's attached to this other contraption that looks like a mannequin. Yeah, it does actually. And so what about all the wires and stuff? Yeah, yeah, you got to deal with the wires. So the the, the Japanese lady in the photo, there's a yes. photo. Um the Japanese lady, that vest, she wasn't wearing that originally. No, Benny, she oh, put I'm that so on. So glad. She put that one on. Oh, and then what you do very is very 91. You hug the mannequin. Yes. And it hugs you back. How does it hug you back? Well, because the, the sensors in the actual mannequin um, are attached to the thing that she's wearing. Is there any is there any room for special cuddles? Like what what do you mean by special? Was that quotation marks? Like if you what about if you're what about if you attach the mannequin upside down? Well, if you attach it to your legs, it'll give you a hug around your leg. Oh, does it? Well, it depends where you put it on. Oh, I guess that's why it's can called you a have sense roid. Can you have a moist hug? Is it waterproof? It's not just add water. <laughs> it's wa- is it waterproof? <laughs> Does it dispense a handful of shampoo? <laughs> I'm even a bit funny about people that want to hug from humans. Why? Well, what's that about? Hugging. It's called being close to. I've seen to people. Each other. I've seen people in the office do it. Do they? Yeah, they need. Oh, yeah, a, they need that, a hug. Do you do it with your office workers? No way. <laughs> Are you joking? You can't hug anyone. Do people come up and say, I need a hug? Um, I need to dry reach. I need a bucket. Can we get a bucket, please? Bucket. (laughs) Oh, and a big hello to all the people on public transport. Are they PTing? Enduring it. There's a lot of people PTing. Yes. I had had dinner with a young man the other night and uh, we're having a bit of a chat and he had a very kind of... um, this is where I pick up my diseases. On the train? On the PT. Oh, you never touch anyone on the train. Well, I don't touch things. It's just in the air. It is in the air. Foul is in the air. <laughs> but um, so you had he a had a very distorted view of Melbourne. And then he said to me... Why that distorted? He had been, you know, he had been um, in the... He had taken the, the garbage can to work. And I went, oh, honey, you don't do public transport. Oh, well, sometimes there's no alternative. I know. But, you I, you know, you'd rather walk, wouldn't you? Well, not if it's 20K. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not all public transports. Well, yes, it is pretty da- <laughs> There's a lot of damage to be had on it. There is. And you can have a lot of it. <laughs> you can. No, it's it's a very it's a fabulous system, isn't it? It works. I love the new ad. Oh, oh come off it! So what is that about? I'd like to do a retaliation ad. So would I. And just say I would. I want to go. How I want. How dare you? Instead of finding people, yes, like put on a train. Put some that work and come how on time. Train, how about a train that actually moves and one with a seat that arrives preferably? on time. And not a sardine can. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're going to have a service, have one that works. I'm with you How all the way. You? How dare they? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I absolutely and do. And get a couple of Chuck Super Wipes happening in there. Did you hear that chick in Lilydale? They were going to cancel the train. And what'd she do? She got the spray and wipe out. Oh, that's fabulous. Because there was like graffiti on the, on the driver's oh, I window. Mind, I don't mind graffiti. Well, it was fresh. But he wasn't going to drive the train with graffiti on his window. So she got the spray and wipe out and wiped it off. And the train could go. What was she doing with spray and wipe in her bag? Well, she must have ran off because she didn't want to miss her party. Hang on. This sounds sus. What do you mean? This sounds like a job for... (laughs) 
We waited too long there. (laughs) You can never wait too long. Um, Where the hell? I want to do an investigation into where this lady pulled that spray and what. Was it a Can I tell you the story? No. Oh. Yes, you can. Well, she was going to a party on a Saturday night. With a bottle of spray and wine. No, you're not A listening. bottle of metho. <laughs> no. She was going. She had metho. I finished the story. And a bottle of Campari. She was at the Lilydale station and the train was about to leave. But it was cancelled because there was graffiti on the yes, window. I, I understand that completely. You're not getting where I'm coming so from. So she ran off to the... Um, where does one run off in Lilydale and buy a can of whatever? She didn't buy it. Where, what'd she do? She found a guard or somebody at the station. That had Mr. Muscle. Yes, and had a spray and wipe. And said, oh, I'd I- love to find a guard with Mr. Muscle. <laughs> Wouldn't you? I'd love to find a guard with muscle. But I would do... Exa- <laughs> but did she have a paint scraper? No, it came off because it was fresh. Right, but they didn't find the kid that did just, it? Just a bit of elbow grease. Did they find the kid that did no, it? No, unfortunately. Oh, he should have been crucified. <laughs> Oh, wouldn't that be lovely? Public it, crucifixion. Oh, we, oh, oh, like, they, they were the days. Well, well, we asked for... They were the days religions were made out of. <laughs> public executions were oh, last week or the week on. before. That's real. Forget, you know, <laughs> race around Australia. What is it, race around the world? What's yeah. it? Amazing race. Amazing Amazing race. executions. <laughs> <laughs> I was once standing in the street. In Poland. <laughs> in Krakow. <laughs> With a Macau on my shoulder. Imagine standing in Krakow with a Macau. But, um, <laughs> Wouldn't that be a Macau? <laughs> a Macau? Yeah. Is it? I think so. Is it the real Macau? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she, I was sta- it was in Carlton. Right. Carlton North. And, be specific. Um, <laughs> I was going to a pub. We're having a schnitzel night. We're going for <laughs> Do you a, have schnitzel we're, nights? We were going for a pot and palmer. <laughs> Anyway, I was standing talking and like... We How was, does Poland figure into the story? Well, see, I was standing next to the no standing sign. I was standing in front of it and I was talking to my friends and they're all leaving because our cars are all parked, right. you know, in the street. I was standing in front of the sign. Anyway, this really gorgeous guy. And of course, he had to be cycling because all gorgeous guys cycle. Yes. You know, because he's one of those guys, you know, he was a bit of a thezo. A thespian. He, was, he looked thezo. <laughs> I said, I'll get you a such a thizzle. Anyway, he comes up. He comes walking towards us. And I said, hang on. I oh, said, walking, hang on. Wasn't he on a bike? He, yeah, but he was walking the bike. Right. And he, he was walking towards us with the bike. He was like. Was he part of a performance? Well, I don't know. But he was coming towards us. And I went, I went, uh-oh. And I went, girls, quick. The guy's coming towards Thezo us. Thizzle on the rival. Thizzle on the rival. Anyway, um, he comes up and then he goes, excuse me. And we all stop talking. He goes, can I use the pole? Because I was standing in front of the pole. And he goes, can I use the pole? Because he had a chain in his hand. He wanted to like type the bike to the pole. Right. And I said, oh, no, I'm not Polish. (laughs) (laughs) We've got an emergency. What? What do you mean? It's not even Homo Helpline. One of our Rainbow Warriors, one of the La Latte listeners, has posted something. And I'm very – we need to – He's said he was loving the show, but then he he sent us a, he's published something on Facebook and it says he's being he says I'm being naughty or being naughty. Guess where he's being naughty, Frank? Where? At Laverton McDonald's. <laughs> How the hell can you be naughty at Laverton? Maybe he ordered like five Big Macs. But isn't Laverton where they? 
process chemicals. What do you mean process chemicals? Isn't there like some sort of petroleum jelly factory or something? (laughs) Don't they make crude oil? That'd be around old time. Yeah, you and turn it into ice cream or something. (laughs) Do you know you're in the right vicinity? Well, in the right place in the car park, but um, (laughs) isn't there like petrochemical plants and stuff there? There is, Benny. Yes. So the 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 air is kind of has a green tinge. It could well do. Yeah. So how can you be naughty? Maybe it's affected him. I would love to know how naughty he's. Because when I when someone says they're being naughty at McDonald's, I'm thinking they're being naughty in the car park. He could be. So which means maybe he's into sploshing. Which is a little bit of a. There's a bit of a. There's a bit of a branding problem here because I think someone's got their hand on a whopper in the McDonald's car park. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of chicken nuggets. <laughs> Guess who's got a musical? My name is Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. Yes. And it's coming to Australia. The unemployed Scottish woman who lives alone with her cat, Pebbles. I really love cats. And that's just one side of me. Benny and Frank wonder if there'll be any highlights in the show. Does she look like Madonna? No. Very good at expressing myself. Will she be reenacting fellatio? No. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) The Two Fat Lattes. If they produce Susan Boyle's musical, they'd be saying... She makes me sick. Take it off. <laughs> Joy ninety four point nine. <laughs> Three minutes to eight oh, o'clock. What that? What that lady can do with a big lady show? <laughs> you could be at it for a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But apparently she's gonna uh, have a wax, <laughs> a stage musical about her life. <laughs> she, it's very. It, it's very. It'll la- be quite dull up to about forty five. It's a Sarah Lee musical. There's lots, lots of, of layers. Lots of layers, right. and that's just her undies. <laughs> You're with the Two Fat Lattes. It is the Homer Helpline. We've got one here. Hi, boys. It's the first Friday. My boy has been away for a year. Has been away for a year. It's the first Friday. My boy has been away for a year. Uh, Is that supposed to mean it's the first Friday that his boy has been away in a year? Or I think we're missing punctuation again. I know. Listeners. Hello, can you text carefully? (laughs) So, it's the first Friday... His boyfriend has been away in a year. Is no, that right? for They've, a year. Hang on. No, no, no. How can he be away for a year? Hang on. He went out to get the milk and didn't come back. <laughs> you are really lousy in bed. <laughs> <laughs> what can we say? Is it, isn't it supposed to be, it's the first Friday, my, comma, my, my boy, boy has been away for a year. What, what's the first Friday about? The, if he's been away for a year, he's had three, he's had, 52 Fridays on his own. I don't know what that means. But anyway. Um, what am I going to do about this itch I have? Matt in Paran. Now, is it like a metaphorical itch? Because his boyfriend's away and he wants to do something? I don't think or it's, if it's like it's a real not one. A, it's, not a re- it's not an itch. It's a throb. <laughs> it's a pulse. <laughs> it's a pulsating fave. You know so it's, I mean? not, it's, not a, it's not a real itch. Oh, look, to me, I'm going to... I think what he means is that it's the first Friday, like they've been together for a year and oh. they've spent every every waking hour awake. Right. I mean, every hour of the, you know, together. And so this Friday is the first Friday that they've been apart. I think that's what our listener is trying to say. Right, okay. Right? Well, so let's go with that. Because his boyfriend's been away for six hours, he's got a hard-on and he wants to, <laughs> he wants to shove it up somebody. <laughs> On you, Matt. Love your work. That's the calibre of listener <laughs> we have here on the Two Fat Lattes. So what's the solution? <laughs> Wait another six hours, your boyfriend will be back. 
<laughs> Can you put it on? Put some ice around the area. <laughs> I yes. would go go down to your Seven Eleven, buy a bag of ice whenever it throbs, or you, a cold you put ice on it, or a cold watermelon. That'll, oh, that'll, I dropped my finger. <laughs> that'll, that'll help soothe the um, the swelling because we need to treat it like a broken limb. Don't we? <laughs> we do. We need to put a tourniquet around it. Oh. Do you need to do a tourniquet? We do. Oh, Frank's under the... Oh. I'm under the table. Oh, look, the first mention of uh, hard fa- on and yes. Frank's under the table. I found it. What a sad state of affairs. So there's no solution for poor old Matt. Oh, there is a solution. Just call Benny Fat Latte. I can help out. I'm willing to help, especially if we've got patients with um, those kind of needs. You know, he could be serious and he may have crabs. Oh, no, honey. No. Pe- no, sweetie. No. People don't ring us for, like, medical reasons. Really? No. These we can are, put the gloves on. No, we're, we're talking more your um, more dysfunctional kind of sociological paths. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? I'll go with what you said yeah. earlier. What is he going to do about the itch? He needs to wait another six hours for his boyfriend to come back. Well, it depends how long his boyfriend's away for. Because it's the first Friday in a year. So how boring they've been together for a year. (laughs) Why is that boring? Well, obviously it is because the moment he's away, he's got to do something, you know. Sessual. Sessual. Can't we keep it tidy, people? Can't... How about organising an, a, mon- a Monopoly game or something? A Monopoly game. A Scrabble. Game. Payday. Or, use your brain. Use the other head. <laughs> hey? Why Why must we always... It's like when people watch TV, why must their hand be down the front of their pant? But does that happen to you? Do, do Lesos do that? Does it wander down there? Hey? Because when I watch TV, I never put my hands down the front of my pants. I had visitors the other night and, that, and he did it. Really? He was what he got so comfortable watching my television that he started to, you know, fondle himself. The chestnuts <laughs> by the fire. I was, I was like, I'm glad you're feeling so comfortable. <laughs> don't, don't don't screw the head off. <laughs> do you know, do you know, was that comfy? Wow. It was like he was like that- unscrewing a bottle of Schweppes. <laughs> You know, sometimes people can get themselves into real big trouble, like this guy. Pilot with one of America's largest airlines has been suspended over a rather embarrassing rant. He was in the cockpit complaining about his colleagues when his private conversation became very public. Slurs against homosexuals and women. The continuous stream of Dave and Granny and Grande. We think he's having a go at the two fat lattes. He doesn't like the gay... And he doesn't like grandes, which is pilot talk for larger person. We don't need to hear that. We agree. The two fat lattes. They'll keep their mouths shut when they need to. Can you turn my mic off? It's just verbal diarrhea. <laughs> his microphone on his headset became stuck. I didn't mean to broadcast that. <laughs> well, I don't give a f- I hate, I hate 100% of their ass. Join 94.9. Wouldn't you love to be oh. flying in on his plane? But he would hate us. Because we're homosexual, we're grannies, and we're grande. <laughs> We've got the big three. We've got the three pointers. But um, can I just? He should be forced. But in saying that, have you ever met a friend? Have you ever met an interesting pilot? Uh, I don't think I've ever met a pilot. That's hello, high five. Never met one. Clap, clap, because they don't go out. Oh well. Oh yeah. no, they do, but they're in a different country. I don't know. To they're, us. they're a funny. 
profession because you don't where do they hang out well they must hang out with each other because you you always see trolley dollies everywhere well because trolley dollies are on grinder they're at bars they're at supermarkets supermarkets yes it's supermarkets are choco block full of trolley dollies really what are they doing there wheeling trolleys (laughs) (laughs) is it because they enjoy doing that it's time off it's like when they're in, when they're on the ground, they, think- they need to reconnect with the airline, <laughs> with the aisle. So the next, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> Coles, Qantas, Coles, Qantas. Oh right, that I kind of look. Gotcha. Yeah. So it just makes them feel like they're on their way somewhere. Yeah, they do. Right. Like the, you know, except they're they're taking rather than giving. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Have you ever been shopping with a trolley dolly? No. Good on you. Um, <laughs> Can we read a Homer helpline? Thank you for your advi- your wise advice last time I sent in a Homer helpline. This time I have been seeing a guy for, for a few weeks. Things have been going relatively well until last week when he took me out for dinner and mentioned a, you know, like, by the way, a funny story happened to me last week. So he's just conversing. Yeah. And then... It became well. He sort of says he, it was. It ended up being an insensitive tale of how his ex-boyfriend called him and asked him for sex. This is from Jules, by the way. So Jules cracked it and asked him why he thought that um, he'd be interested in, like, what made him think that he would be interested in knowing that. Uh, he then claimed that he wanted me to know as he, that because he is an open book. Okay. Okay, so he's doing the open book. You need to know everything about my life. Right. Kind of on Sure. Suffice to say, I've not seen him since. Um, Why is it, or why is he still in contact with his ex, question mark? Why do I need to know uh, what, uh, that he was propositioned for sex? Is this inappropriate or not, ladies? Love, Jules. Because he'd only been seeing him for three, two or three weeks. Is that mm. right? Yeah, at the beginning. A, so few, for a few, weeks, few weeks. A few weeks. So it's yeah. probably not the best time to bring up that kind of story. Well, what about the numbers? You know, when you go out and, you, and you're chatting to someone and they're still living with the ex. Oh, are they? Yeah. Has that happened? Oh, come on. Everyone's met one of those. Oh. You okay. know, the numbers that, you know, you meet a number and they're, like, they're living at home. They don't want to move out from their, from their boyfriend's house. Okay. Well, I haven't. I can't say that it's happened. But no, no, I've had heaps. Right. You know, like you meet them and you talk to them, and then all of a sudden, it's like you know, you know, or else they're living at home with mum. <laughs> but I, I think it's a you know, <laughs> you know, but it's different. If you live at home with mum, you can kind of ex- you know they're getting a hot meal <laughs> at least. <laughs> but if they're living at home with their boyfriend, they're getting more than a hot meal. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do. That's just wrong town. Well, if they're kind of disconnected from each other, that it would be really hard to live in the same house, wouldn't you think? Yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah. Unless have a really, really... It also really reeks of, it just reeks of that they're unable to be independent. Of each other. Yes. Yes. It's just not right. It's not right. But you that, should... So, Jules was saying, is it inappropriate that he was talking about his ex propositioning him for sex. It's inappropriate. And I think it's inappropriate because... It's inappropriate to talk about... I've also had the dates where you talk and then people are still... They're talking about, you know, other sex that they're having. Right. And you think, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you know that look? (laughs) Yeah. 
It's 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 I you know I'm all for being new age. Oh, is that new age? I love being Aquarian in that you know new age. Get the crystals happening. Rub a few crystals on me. Is that is that all new age? Get the rose quartz happening. Get the you know beads. Get whatever happening. Get some massage oil. Get it all happening. But don't talk to me about you know the sex that you're having with someone else. Maybe they just want to be like this dude, an open book. You know, just be honest and open about everything. Yeah. That can happen, but oh, down look, the track. It, it can happen. Don't you think? When, yeah. you're, when you're a bit more established, if that's what you're going after. Look, it's one thing to be an open book. It's another thing to be an iPad, <laughs> you know, that everyone's been scrolling through. <laughs> You've been listening to another Two Fat Lattes podcast, proudly brought to you by Big Mouth Media, voiceovers and audio production, and broadcast every Friday night from 7 to 9 on Melbourne's Joy 94.9. Australia's first gay and lesbian radio station. We'll be back again soon. In the meantime, check out the website, www.twofatlattes.com. Producer Paul speaking. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.